it's the next level. You need a plan. I want to be on the radio. He wants to be on radio. But to be on the radio, you have to have a voice. You have to have some verbal ability. You hardly ever say a word. I talk. This is ridiculous. I don't understand. You need to grow up. Is that Pat? No way. Oh, man, I love that guy. for the show that's truly too hot to handle. It's The Melting Pack, and it starts right now. You're listening to The Melting Pack. Here's your host, Pat Joplin. Alrighty, well, thank you, Jerome. Hey, friends, welcome to the show, The Melting Pack, here on the Next Level Network. Today... Well, today really will be an abbreviated show, at least on my part. In this part of me doing the thing, um, I cut a lot of stuff out because, you know, it's been kind of a weird week, and uh, in in a good way, I guess we'll talk about that. We also have uh, have a guest stopping by. He's not here, obviously, social, di- social distancing. There we go. But Charlie Saxton returned to the podcast to talk about uh, his band's new EP, the band Much Better, as you know, uh, released their brand new EP yesterday for the kids, and uh, he came on to chat about it and a couple other things. So that is coming up uh, later on in the program. Elsewhere, we got a little pat peeve for you. It's not I'm not like angry, but it's something that's going on on social media that is, uh, you know, not really sitting well. You know, it just seems like the intention is, I don't know what the intention is, and that's why I want to talk about it. And there was some other stuff, but I decided since I've had a a really busy, wacky week that I'm going to cut all that stuff out. Maybe we'll come back to it later. And also, uh, I don't have a ton of time today because uh, right after the show, I will be putting together my brand new PC, thanks to Josh. Uh, So we'll be walking through that. So I got to get this done before, you know, before that happens. (laughs) So, yeah. Uh, All right. So we had some some changes to the old office, of course. you know, the coronavirus pandemic is, um, people say it's getting better. Many people, they say that we've flattened the curve and we are doing great where nobody has done better than me, okay? Believe me. Of course, he's saying all his dumb sh- And, um, you know, I've seen this floating around. I want to throw this out, this meme or post or whatever. I don't know what it, what you would call it, but um, reopening the economy before... The curve is flat. Is like taking not taking your antibiotics because you feel better, right? And it's uh, it goes along with one. I've seen a lot of my nurse friends share that one. I've seen a lot of my nurse friends share this one over the years, where it's like, oh, you know, if a nurse, uh, you ever want to get a nurse, your nurse friend's attention. There we go. Jesus Christmas. I told you it's been a weird week. I can't speak today. <laughs> uh, if you ever want to get your nurse friend's attention, just tell them, hey, I feel better now, and I'm going to stop taking my medication. They'll perk right up. Um, yeah, so, you know, the economy is, uh, maybe being reopened a few, maybe I'm oversimplifying it with that, um, sharing that topical meme thing, I guess. I don't know. Um, it's going to happen in stages, I guess. And there's, there's, there's a big plan and I don't, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't know what it is. 
Uh, I just don't think that when we just now, most states are, okay, let me uh, rephrase. My state just put in an order, a mandate to wear masks when you go outside. Like that happened this week. So, you know, I don't think we should be talking about reopening things when we can't even open our mouths in public anymore, right? That's just me. All right. Anyway, um, so the uh, the coronavirus thing has made, forced us to make some changes. The buses have made weird changes. So my job decided let's uh, let's try to really split up the uh, the workday for a lot of people. So I mentioned we were doing two days on, two days off on alternate schedules. So the first half of the schedule, people, had a 6 a.m. to 1 p.m. shift. All right, or 1.30, I guess. And the second shift was 1.45 to 9.15 or something like that. Thankfully, I was on the A shift, so I had to do uh, the 6 a.m. one because I was not going to be leaving uh, the... Well, I work in a rough neighborhood, so I wasn't going to be leaving there at 9.15 at night. That was not... No, no, that would have been awful. So I had to do 6 a.m. thing um, because we were not able to work from home as of that time. And they... You know what? They done did it. The man stepped up and... um, and got us all on there or gave us the uh, the ability to work from home. And so I had to go in on Monday, and I got all that stuff done. Well, first of all, it was an absolute nightmare to get into work on Monday um, because the bus schedules are weird. And uh, I left my house on Monday morning at 3.30, figure I'll walk to Wawa, get some food, some breakfast and lunch for the day, and then get on the bus at, uh, you know, 4.15. So I was going to have some time to wait, and I knew that, right? So I stood out there. I'm waiting. It's cold. It's raining. I'm angry because I'm I'm awake at four, not just awake, just but outside and dressed and going to work at four a.m. And people who work in, I don't know, real fields are like, oh, boohoo! I know, but I'm not used to this, so it was problematic. And um, if the buses are running normally, I would not have a problem. But you know, I had to deal with that, and I'm waiting, I'm waiting, I'm waiting, and I, I finally, you know, duck under cover a little bit, a little bit more to uh, pull out my phone, see what time it is, because I don't wear a watch because I'm a millennial, and um, it's 4.30 by the time I check my uh, the time. So my bus is already, you know, 10, 15 minutes late. And so I'm like, all right, what the hell? And I had a feeling this was going to happen. But I was like, all right, there's not much I can do about it uh, because the next bus was like an hour from then and, and the next one, well, like a different route. And then the one I was waiting for, the next one was like a half hour. So I was like, all right, well, I just got to wait. So finally, 4.52, again, uh, the bus was supposed to be there at about 4.18, I had been standing out there since probably 3.45. That was on me. I wanted to get there early. I, you know, I, I miscalculated how long it'd take me to walk there. Um, so I'm out there, and it's 4.52. The bus finally comes up. There's no one on this bus aside from the driver. I want you to remember that when I tell you that he did not even pretend to stop. He looked at me and just kept on driving. So I'm, I'm screaming. I'm so angry. Again, there's nobody else outside, so I'm screaming to no one. I'm yelling into the void much like I do when I do this show, and uh, I'm, I'm just so, I'm so fed up, and I'm like, all right, this, whatever, so I, uh, of course, I always tweet at the, um, at the people, and say, hey, what's going on, and every time they give me an excuse, the first time it was, oh, buses can be delayed because of cleaning, the second time it was, uh, oh, you could just take another bus, and this time, finally, it was, oh, we'll forward this to supervisors, so, you know, nothing's going to happen to that driver, I'm sure. I mean, it's over. They've already cost me time of my life. I'll never get back. And um, and just anger, anguish, I guess, uh, emotional damages. Is that a, <laughs> I'm not suing them, but uh, yeah. So what a mess that was. And so I finally got on the next bus, and then I, I did make it to work. I was very late. 
because the subway line was running all weird too, and I didn't know that either, so had to do some waiting for that. But anyway, I made it to work. I got all my stuff set up to work from home, and I realized, well, Jill is home for a couple days a week for the time being doing her stuff, so she's using this laptop. And I was like, okay, well, first of all, mine's too old, as I learned. So I rented one. I was like, okay, I need to buy one. I don't have money. Um, that's where Josh comes in in a second. But I figured in the meantime, I'm going to rent one from Rent-A-Center. So I was like, all right, just give me a laptop. I don't really care what it is. It's just It has to have Windows 10, and uh, that's kind of it, right? So I made my selection. I was like, okay, great. And she called me and said, okay, we don't have that one. How about this one? So I just picked a cheaper one. It was a Dell. I should have known better. So it gets delivered Monday. And it is stuck in a boot loop. And if you don't know a lot about computers, one thing that you should know is that when you're in a boot loop, when your computer is uh, stuck in a boot loop, wherein it is that the right is that the right place to use that? I don't even know. Um, <laughs> when you get stuck in a boot loop, basically what that means is, uh, well, generally you have to go in and mess with the hardware to fix it. And number one, not my computer. Number two, even if it was, I don't know enough about computer hardware to fix that. So. And so I'm like, all right, I looked up to see what I could do, and the answer was what I had feared and what I had remembered from the class I took in college on computer hardware. I got a B somehow. Uh, I don't know how because I don't know anything about computer hardware. <laughs> uh, so I called them. I said, hey, it's stuck in a boot loop. It's not turning on. Here's the message I'm getting. And Lydia was like, all right, let me find you another one, and we'll bring it out to you. So she calls me back like 20 minutes later. All right, it'll be out shortly and probably... A half hour later, so about an hour, well, no, it was an hour when I was stuck in the boot loop trying to figure out a, situ a, a solution, and an hour after that, here they come with a new laptop, and uh, it's great. I mean, okay, great's too strong. It gets the job done. It, it lets me connect to all of my work things, and it worked out. worked out really well. So I've been doing that all week. I've been staying home and, uh, you know, avoiding human contact at all costs and uh it's been i mean it's you know it's a slow laptop but hey i'm sitting here in the studio all day getting all my work done i've never been more productive i've also never been busier with my work stuff so yeah i mean we're in a in crazy times and so we're all kind of jumping in to help out doing other things not necessarily our uh, normal duties and so we're all trying to figure out um you know figure out as we go what we're going to do here so I'm having a great time. My my one little bummer is that I can't work that six to one shift if I'm at home. I have to work my usual eight to four, which is kind of a bummer. I was figuring oh, I'm already here. I'm up. I'll be awake. It doesn't matter. Um, but yeah, so I'm doing that. I've been working home all week, and it's been it's been wild. And uh, oh yeah, enter Josh. So I put up on the old Twitter that like, hey, my computer's too old. I need a laptop. This is before I settled on Rent a Center. Um, I was ready to take a crap on them, by the way, for sending me a defective piece of crap laptop. But then, boom, like two hours later, I had another one. So way to go, Rent-A-Center. Thank you very much. I should return that soon. I hope I can do that tonight so I don't have to pay them tomorrow for not using it for another week. Uh, but we'll see what happens. Anyway, so I threw it up on Twitter. I was like, hey, I hate to do this, but I need some help. I basically need some money up front to buy a new computer because I need to be able to work from home. Because that going in at 6 a.m. with the buses on a crap schedule is not going to work for me. Just no good. So then Josh sees this and says, hey, I was going to build a PC for Bridget to work from home. But then they sent her one. So I have all these parts. 
I'm going to build this and send it to you. And that came today, Friday. And so uh, we're going to do a little video call so I can put it all together. And so next week we will be, well, if everything works out, if I get it all done the right way, we will be doing the show from, well, on, we'll still be here, right? We'll still be on the, in the same place. Uh, <laughs> we'll be on the new computer and I am looking forward to that very much. Finally get to, um, you know, get a new machine and this one, listen, this, this, like I said last week or two weeks ago, whatever, um, I use a computer until it, until it literally does not work anymore. And this guy is working really well still. So, uh, that's all right though. Jill will use this one for, uh, for her work stuff. I'm going to use it for other things. And then, uh, my new PC will be, you know, for the show and all that other stuff. Right. So there you go. So my big thanks to Josh. I'm sure I'll have him back on at some point soon, even though we have no sports, um, you know, he's got to come back on and uh, and do other things. I don't know. We have more to talk about than just sports, right? I hope so. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, I've been. It's been a, it's been a crazy week. That's why I don't want to do kind of a full episode. Sorry, I know I'm letting you down, or maybe you're excited about this, but uh, you know, we got an interview with Charlie Saxton coming up later, so you got something to look forward to, right? Right. Okay. So a lot of people are uh, are locked down and uh, in quarantine or or in uh, isolation, whatever you'd like to call it. And so they're bored, right? And so they're sharing all kinds of, they're doing all kinds of games on the old social mediums there. And uh, of course, last week was the uh, unpopular opinions. I didn't have a question this week. I forgot, and then I got busy, and then, I don't know, then Charlie came on, so I don't need to worry about it, right? Right, you'll be fine. Um, and so one thing that I've seen, okay, well, uh, Schools around the area, schools around all kinds of places have been shut down for the rest of the year because we don't know really when we're going to get back to some kind of normal with this thing, right? So schools are shut down, and that means that seniors don't get prom, don't get graduation, don't get their goodbyes, their send-offs, as uh, my <laughs> somebody told me. Uh, if I was a senior and this happened to me, I'd be mad because I wouldn't be able to pull pranks and, and you know, go through, uh, go through. And, uh, and hijinks and whatnot. I don't know what the phrasing is there. Um, yeah, I'd be bummed out. And so people have decided, though, and this is kind of weird to me, to share their own senior pictures in, in an attempt, I guess, to make, let's show, I think the thing is, let's show solidarity with our seniors who are missing this stuff by sharing our senior pictures. And I'm just like, I don't, and I'm not the first person to say this. I understand that. So my bad if you've heard this 40 times from uh, from the chads in your life. Um, I don't think that's helping, right? I don't think that you sharing your picture, your senior picture is going to help a, a current senior feel any better because it's like, oh, cool, you shared a picture of yourself, you know, commemorating your senior year. That's something that I don't get to do. And so I don't think that, uh, I don't think it's really going the way that people think. I don't think it's helping the way that people think it is. And I just don't, I don't get it. I, I don't know why, First of all, I don't know who started this. I don't know whose idea this was. Uh, but I don't think it's a very good one because you're almost rubbing it in, right? You're almost rubbing it in like, hey, look what I look how good I looked as a senior or whatever. And this when they make it, you know, pose weird and I don't know, the uh, the cap would not fit on my head because my hair was too big. And uh, so I don't have a picture of me in my cap as a senior. So there you go. I don't know where those pictures are either. Um, and I'm not going to share them because, well, I look ridiculous, number one. Number two... 
I don't want to make a, a current senior feel bad, right? Because you're missing out on, on your graduation ceremony, your party, your whatever. Prom for some people is a big deal. I had fun at my prom. I shouldn't say that. Um, but it's not a big deal for everybody. That's what I mean by that. And it's just weird how people are. I'm not sure why they think this is going to help. Like, I don't know. Like, what is a current senior who is missing all that stuff really supposed to think when they see your senior picture? Other than, wow, you've changed in 20 years or whatever. And then, of course, oh, man, I don't get to do that thing that you get to do. And so I don't know. I don't know what the goal is. I just think it's really weird, and I think you should stop doing it. It's already happened all over the place. But uh, if you haven't done it yet and you were thinking about it, uh, let me implore you to not do it. Because really what you're doing, you're just rubbing it in and making everybody feel worse because they are missing a big moment in their lives, and they'll never get to do it again. So I don't know. I I feel like don't uh, don't rub it in that they cannot uh, experience what you are sharing through no fault of their own. Right? Right. Okay. That was, I don't know. I thought I was going to go a different way with that and get really upset, but I just feel like it's, I was going to say the intention is good, but the execution is bad, but I don't really think the intention is good at all. Like, I don't think it's a good plan. So, uh, you know, don't do it. Don't do it. Maybe, you know, use this as a throwback Thursday, pick a different photo from your senior year, I guess. Don't use your senior portrait. Just be like, Oh, look at me from high school 20 years ago or whatever. Right. I don't know. Is that better or worse? I think it's a little better, but it's still kind of weird. <laughs> I don't know. Just don't do not do the senior picture thing. Don't do the prom. I know proms are coming up, but, well, I mean, they should be. Uh, don't do it. Don't share your prom picture. Don't. Just don't. Because now you're just going to make them feel bad twice, right? So, yeah, I, I don't know, man. Just don't. Oh, man, I just realized I graduated from college 10 years ago. That just hit me. I don't know why I, I looked down at, to see what time it was, and I just saw the date, and I'm like, man, I graduated 10 years ago in May. That is, all right, I'm going to go down. I'm not going to go down that road because, um, well, I don't want to. So there you go. <laughs> so there you go. All right, uh, what are we doing? What are we doing? Is that all? That's okay. So I th- again, I thought it was going to go somewhere else with that, but I, I don't really want to because I have things to do. <laughs> I have other things to do, namely... We have an interview to play for you with my dear friend, Charlie Saxton. Uh, he, I was like, hey, let's do this. Your EP came out today or, well, yes, today it did, but not when I talked to him. You know what I mean? Um, so it came out and I was like, he's like, yeah, man, let's do it. So we got on the old Skype there and weirdly enough, and I mentioned this during the, uh, during the conversation, but I forgot to mention why we did it. So uh, we went on video just because uh, he his face popped up on my screen and I was like, Oh, all right, I'll turn the camera on. Great. Um, and I mentioned peek behind the curtain, but I never got back to that. So what I do now is, and I may mention this before my bad is, uh, when I want to line up when someone else is recording their own audio so they can send it to me, um, we do uh, a mark, you know, one, two, three mark, and then 10 seconds of silence to get, because what that does, here's some nerd stuff for you is gets your room tone. So, I get my room tone on my microphone so I can take out the noise and the other person gets their room tone to take out their noise so we can all be in sync and all ready to go. And it's really awkward to just sit there quietly for 10 full seconds. You might not think about that, like how long is 10 seconds really? Sit down for 10 seconds and stare straight ahead and do absolutely nothing, make no mo- make no noise at all, no movements or anything, and tell me how long 10 seconds feels. 
<laughs> so we stared at each other for a solid 10 seconds, and then we got to chatting, and it was lovely. So you'll hear that, then you'll hear a new song from Much Better, which is not safe for work. I don't know if Charlie told you that or not, but it's not. So here's that, and then I'll be back on the other side to uh, to wrap up the show. All right? All right, here we go. Okay, I think we got it. <laughs> that was quite awkward. So friends, I had a mouthful of water that whole time. <laughs> <laughs> so friends, peek behind the curtain for this one. I know it's not a milestone episode, but I didn't want to wait eight more years to have Charlie on the show again because, uh, you know, I didn't want to do that. That was very stressful for me. I didn't want that to happen. That just would have been... That's too much, man. That's two too years, much. Two years was enough? Yeah, I think so. No, it's been... It's been three, I think. Wow. wow. Hasn't it? Time Wait. flies. When was that? That sounds I don't about know. right. All right. So that was episode 100 when you were on, and this is number 240. So. Oh, wow. Nice. Somebody do the math. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, but yeah. So Charlie and I can see each other. I don't usually, don't usually do video, but uh, he popped up on my screen. So I figured, what the hell? I I'll thought it was a Skype. On. Thought it was a video type of situation. I oh, miscalculated. God, no. Oh, come Sorry. on, man! Oh, <laughs> you've been on the show before. You should know this, right? <laughs> I was. I was at your place. I was in the studio. That's right. You were in the old apartment. Yeah. It'd be nice to have you in this studio when this is all over. Oh man, that'd be fun. How's uh, How's your studio coming together? I like the the baseboards you got going there. All oh, the... it's good. Yeah, I got two uh, two panels on each side here. I want to get one more to kind of box myself in. Um, but it's it's pretty good. I like how it sounds. I liked how it's looking. It's uh, it took me a while, but I'm loving it so far. Good. Yeah, that's the you appreciate it more when you use your hands. Yeah, I'm putting right. my hands I, I, up uh... for the people that aren't on Skype right now. I'm putting my hands up and I'm using big claws of my hands. Wow, <laughs> that's kind of terrifying. Don't do that anymore. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. So uh, well, you're cleaned up over there. I like how you're. Uh, you're organized, it looks if like. I, if I move my computer half a centimeter, you're just going to see disaster. So I have it. I had a, <laughs> I had a professional actual like audition thing this morning where I had to be on Zoom. So I, I made it look nice. It's literally, I'm just, I, I look down and it's just trashed. So. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Can well, you thank talk you. about what the, what the thing was yet or no? Nah, I can't talk about it. I, but it okay. was, I've... it was, <laughs> you know, it was, it was cool because I had never done you know, we're living in such interesting times where it's first for so many people for so many different reasons. And I had never done a voiceover callback with like five people staring at you. And then um, it's interesting because <laughs> when they're when when you're like doing your business, they all go on mute. And so when you're on Zoom and you go on mute, like the the picture goes away. So it's just like a picture of like a drawing or whatever. So it was a little it was a little peculiar. I was talking to a lot of drawings this morning oh my gosh that sounds so okay we've we've talked about voiceover stuff a little bit so how is it different from when you do it in person like are you standing in front of a bunch of executives and they just go in and you go in and read your stuff and they look at you weird uh, uh yes i know it depends on the uh the process of where the project is currently. Um, I've done sessions where I'll go in and there's nothing drawn and they're kind of just like, you know, go for broke, like improvise, go crazy, whatever. And then maybe we'll animate around that. And then I've had things where I go in and I have to 
precisely match my mouth with the movement of what's in front of me, and it has to be strictly that. Um, in terms of the executives, there's usually the director of the episode, and then the writer of the episode, and then a technician for the sound studio and then maybe like one representative so it's always nice it's never weird the auditions are always weird because you don't know those people but once you do the show you you these people you know you see them like all the time so it's a lot different so is this the return of uh, of melvin are we getting a bully Ooh. too i know you said he can't talk about it but if, if that's the scoop i need to know oh no it's not <laughs> ah. sorry i wish it was that'd be awesome though i would love to do a bully too <laughs> where are they now what are they up there? How are they dealing with quarantine? Yeah, I feel like Melvin would be a kick-ass barista somewhere, like an artisanal barista. I feel like Melvin could have opened its own shop by now. Yeah, definitely. Melvin's. <laughs> Melvin's Coffee Shop. It's the most appetizing-sounding cafe in the world. <laughs> Especially if you still got the baby fat, too. Oh, God. oh yeah. That'd be the best. Super cute. So, so you're. I mean, we're all in a weird time like i'm working from home finally but you're in a spot where like your whole thing all your things are shut down now right so how are you uh yeah well you're doing the the virtual stuff but how are you passing time otherwise well um it's funny again you guys can't see but i have a crazy beard right now like i don't usually I like it thank you i don't usually keep it but i was in the middle of shooting a pilot and uh we hadn't even started shooting yet we were in rehearsals and they said, you know, how fast can you grow a beard? And I was like, oh, you know, I can probably grow in like a week or so. And um, not not to this extent, but they were like, okay, great. Uh, don't shave before we shoot. Like, keep it growing. And uh, I haven't stopped. And <laughs> I, got an, I got an email from one of the producers like last week being like, hey, you know, we're still just waiting to find out when we can go back. So don't shave. Don't keep shaving or don't shave, you know. And I'm just like, oh, boy. All right. I look very fuzzy. So you could have this beard for like a year. Possibly. If this stuff really, uh, you know, doesn't go away soon, right? Yeah, you know, I don't hate it, though. It's it's fun. It's something to scratch and touch, and I can twirl it a little bit now. And if I get some wax, I'm sure I can do some crazy oh. stuff. Um, you look dastardly right now. You were twirling <laughs> your... I was watching him twirl his little mustache. I'm putting my hands like a, back like up. I'm putting my hands back <laughs> up in a claw again. <laughs> You guys can't see it, but it's a claw. Um, oh, God. Yeah, you know what's funny? Actually, before all of this uh, lockdowns have happened, I uh, set a goal for myself to try to write a feature-length screenplay because i never done it before. And basically, the, the, the studio, the way the studios work is if they hire you to write a screenplay, you have 10 weeks to write the screenplay. So I was like, all right. I'll give myself 10 weeks. That doesn't sound like a lot of time. It's just for the first draft. It's not like the finished okay. product. It's like you have 10 weeks to write the first draft. So I was like, you know, I will be my own executive producer and I'll give myself 10 weeks to write my first draft. And then like two weeks into it, the lockdown happened. And I was like, well, I got a lot of free time on my hands now. <laughs> but me being the procrastinator that I am, I'm still like, I have like five days left to finish. And I think I'm almost there i'm just i'm just gonna barely make it oh man it's all right so as soon as we're done you got to get back in there exactly i gotta get to work and get yourself I gotta get back to work yeah. yeah um but you know i've i've been playing music writing music um playing a lot of south park video games i just beat the stick of truth for the second time and now 
Oh, it's really yeah, fun. Yeah, now I'm playing the fractured butthole for the first time, and I'm I'm loving it. I'm <laughs> loving it. It's like a, an extended episode of the show, which if you're a fan of the show, you'll be super, super into the game. Super psyched, yeah. I'm a, <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm a big fan of both. <laughs> How about you? How are you passing the time? Uh, well, I'm still yeah. working, so I'm not... You're not uh, passing time. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I, but I, I finally am working from home this week, and I'm very excited about that because I'm here in my nice little studio, nice. and I just get to... Like, I'm more productive than I've ever been because nobody's coming by to ask me questions, nobody's calling me nobody's doing anything to interrupt what i'm doing so i just sit here and get all my work done and i'm like all right four o'clock done (laughs) and then i get right on to do something like this so i get to have fun right after i'm done all the work that's great yeah i mean you know monday was a bit of a nightmare getting in because i had to be there at 6 a.m and the buses are barely running and it was a bit of a mess but i made it and now i i had to go in to set set up my work from home stuff so uh it was worth it because now I don't have to go yeah. anymore. <laughs> it's been really nice uh, just like catching up with people. And like that's kind of like a reason why I thought this was going to be a Skype. Because I was like, we could just hang out because I haven't seen you. And just like talking to someone is. It's refreshing it's, it's, at uh, this point, right? Something, yeah, it really <laughs> is. Yeah, totally. Yeah, it's a Jill, treasure. Jill made you the joke yesterday that, well, he couldn't really decline you because he has nowhere to go. Because nobody can go anywhere. This is very so true. So I was like, oh, well. That's so funny. All right, I was feeling really good about this, and then you just threw that at me. So thanks. Uh, My no, lovely wife, no, no, always no, no. keeping me was... grounded. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was more than happy to do it because you are one of the very few, if only people, that play much better songs or, you know, want to support the band in that way. So I couldn't Oh, couldn't come on, no. friends. Get on it. Support and I the also band, you jerks. <laughs> you know, I... I I think it's a whole algorithm thing, but I, I'm not going to go into that conspiracy theory, man. Oh, no, it's, please it's do. It's a we whole have algorithm, time. man. <laughs> no, I don't want to come off as a nut job. <laughs> I basically, the long, the, the, the long short of it is that like, if you don't pay to promote your stuff, Facebook isn't going to promote your stuff. Yeah, I've, uh, I've learned sense. that with this podcast. Yeah, nobody really yeah, sees so I'm all sure. the stuff. Like uh, When you were on the last time, that's the only time I've ever paid to boost a post. Because I wanted people to see it because oh, it was like a really – it was you know a milestone <laughs> episode and I had a, finally had your sorry ass on after eight years. And uh, I was like, oh, I want people yeah. to see it. But everything else, I'm just like, all right, people see it and listen to the show. They do. If they don't, I'm still going to do it. It goes out into the <laughs> void. Yeah. Good for you. No, that's that's kind of the whole point of it is it's not – it's not really about other people as much as that you want to make it for other people. But at the end of the day, it's it's all about – you I mean, uh, yeah, I do have very <laughs> selfish motivations for doing this show. It's just, uh, I mean, I've been doing radio since 08, so I, I'm really just enjoying myself. So, yeah, if people love yeah. it, they that's great. If not, I'm going to be honest, don't really care. <laughs> Good. That's the mentality to have. Yeah, still still going to do it. Uh, but, yeah, we I brought you here. I, I asked you to come on because your band, Much Better, is releasing new music this week. Or actually, when's it coming out? Friday? Yeah, the 17th. All right, so... So yesterday, it yesterday. will have come out, uh, a new EP. It's already the number one. I uh, can't believe it. It's it's just it's such a blessing. <laughs> oh, man. It's it's just all so fantastic. So we <laughs> talked about a little bit uh, the last time we were here about how the band came together. But I kind of want to talk about how, the, how your songs come together. Like, I always like to ask musicians about songwriting because I'm also a songwriter, and I'm always interested in how it comes together. So... When you guys sit down, although now it's virtually, but anyway, 
Yeah. Uh, when you guys get together and, and write songs, do you come in with a melody? Does somebody come in with lyrics? Does somebody come in with just a, a guitar riff or something and say, hey, we got this? Or is it more everybody brings something different and you just roll from there? Um, I like to think of it as it like, I'll bring like a piece of clay into the practice space and I'll be like, and I'll mold it into like something dumb and i'll be like i made this little dumb thing (laughs) and then tim our bass player will like get out like fine crafting tools and sculpting tools and mold like his chisel his still tell chisel it again i'm using my hands to perform the act (laughs) the great the great tim joe chiseling all the things chiseling all the things so tim really gets like really fine beautiful details and then sean our drummer kind of just has like a diorama of just like cool I was like, well, I got, you know, like, I don't know. I can't even think of it. He's like, I can put, <laughs> I can put muscles on this dumb thing. Like, you know, you just like, he really brings a, just like a hardcore badass Long Island hardcore kid, you know, uh, stigma to a thing. So in, in a nutshell, that's the best way I can describe it. Um, yeah, I'll bring like a song idea or a melody or a guitar part. And Tim will then be like, oh, well, what about this? Or what do you think about this? And then Sean will just be like, oh, uh, I think this will sound good under it. And he'll just like blow our our bleeping minds, our coin minds. No, hey, yeah, you could you could still say it. Yeah, we've been over this. Come on, man. (laughs) Um, But yeah, so it's a really cool, fun, collaborative process of just kind of like everyone taking an idea, making it their own and then picking and choosing the best parts of it. Oh, man, that's awesome. I, I love it. Like songwriting is such a weird wacky like pain in the ass type thing but once you get it done like once you have the idea and you bring it all together into whatever comes out it's like hey we just made a thing like we came in here with a little idea and we just made a full thing and now people get to listen to it it's it's fantastic yeah it's a lot of fun (laughs) and most of the time what ends up happening is is like i'll come in i'll be like oh i wrote this part and then i wrote this part that you can play on top of it and then tim will be like uh, this isn't in the right key, but if we play it this way, it'll work in the song. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, of course, of course. I am uh, I'm the singer of the band who is tone deaf, unfortunately. Uh, yeah, that's me. Yeah. Somebody's like, oh, because I, I would ask people like, hey, can you do like a like a fill, like a, a lead part over this? I'm like, what key is it in? I'm like, I, I don't yeah. know. I just don't I know. I'm not aware. <laughs> Here, here's what I, because when I had you play that little intro, you're like, hey, what are the, thankfully you didn't ask me what the key was, because I'm like, well, I played these chords. I don't. That's. I don't know. Yeah. Even then, if Tim's like, oh, okay, so it's like a you know, an F sharp, whatever, and I'm like, ah, where do my fingers go? <laughs> 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 and he like comes over and he has to show me. So it's yeah. Well, well, I don't. I don't know if you can see it. No, I'm not gonna move my computer. Uh, I bought myself. It looks like the periodic table of elements, but it's uh, guitar chords and it's like the charts and oh, the different man. finger placements. Yeah, I'll I'll send you the link to it. Oh. It's it's like a it's a pretty big poster, but it's awesome. I just sit in front of it now. Please do. I could put that up in here. Yeah. Send me I yeah. oh, now I'm excited. Now I'm gonna get yeah, a thing. It's awesome. Oh, that's yeah. great. <laughs> oh, we can all learn together. That'll be Let's so do fun. It. I love it. Um so you're on where was I? Oh, oh the, there we go. The EP. Okay. So you're on another yes. EP. And this is, I think, your fourth one. Let's see. Let me go through them. This is going to be, that was the first Correct. one. Much Cooler was another one. The Christmas you one. You call that a single, I guess, because that was just one song. 
It had more than one on track the, on the, on the Bandcamp version. <laughs> we weren't allowed to. We weren't allowed yeah. to put our, our, oh, okay. our Christmas greetings on Spotify for some reason. Oh, that's disappointing. Well, I put it on my at the end of my Christmas oh, show every year. So <laughs> I because uh, <laughs> I was just like, this is funny. People need to hear this. Let's make it part of the tradition. And uh, I, I love, I love it. It's great. Did I miss one? No. That's, this, so this, this would be this four, will right? Technically, be number four. Yeah. All right. Yeah. See, look at me. You I'm a super it. fan. <laughs> I know things. Well, I mean, I've I'm pretty sure I've played everything you've released up to oh, this man. point. <laughs> and that's the thing is, we're all really excited for people to hear these new songs because they're new to everybody else. But we we wrote them not too long ago. But compared to everything that's already been out there, it's just like ah, it's such a we, we're just very excited to have people hear this. Not new sound, but just more sophisticated. You know, every every band always gets, pardon my pun, much better with every release that they make. It's <laughs> oh! it's it's crazy. Like when we were recording it, our producer Adam, um, he would be like, "Oh yeah, that's much better." And he'd be like, "Oh god damn it!" <laughs> and that was that was kind of like the the genesis of how the name came to be is when we would have our first practice sessions. We would play and play, and then we'd do something else, and they'd be like, oh, dude, that was much better. And I'd be like, hey, I think we should just go with that. So did you not have a name when you started? You were just like, let's do the thing, and, and we'll see what happens? Yeah, so the, the the origin story of the band is me and Tim Joe, the expert sculptist, uh, he and I were in a movie together <laughs> in 2009 <laughs> called Band Slam, and uh, we just really got along, and we had this similar interest in music, and we were like, dude after this is over let's just start a band and in typical fashion for me it took about eight years after the movie was released i remember when we talked about this yeah, yeah. um but <laughs> but so uh yeah so that that was kind of just all right let's finally do the band thing and like we'll come up with a name later we didn't really have one and then um this new ep actually was produced and mixed by the music uh director of the movie band slam this guy's name is adam lazis who is like they call him the godfather of indie rock. He's he's a pioneer of the indie rock music scene. He's he's a really great guy. Well, so it all comes together. That is full circle. That's full awesome. Circle. Yeah. yeah, that's that is fantastic. So you've been creating. You've been uh, well, not now, but you've uh, played some shows with uh, with this getup. What do you do? You prefer one over the other, either creating the music or playing it out for people, or is it a little bit of both? Do you like one more than the other? Uh, it is a little bit of both. There is, there's very, something a lot, let me be a little more articulate there. There's something, <laughs> uh, different hearing a live audience, you know, react to your music in the moment and, you know, just feeling it and vibing out and seeing people dancing and singing along that in itself has its own emotion. And then when you're in the studio and you're kind of like, been hunkered down for weeks and you're kind of just like losing your minds and then you start putting pieces together and hearing it all come together and then it's like wow you know because when you're in a practice room banging it all out it sounds like one thing but then when it's under a microscope and you can hear it all come together it's thankfully when it's good it's a really awesome sensation and then sometimes you got to be like all right let's let's go back to the drawing board <laughs> um <laughs> so each you know they're they're two completely different things. I can't really choose between the two. It's like picking your favorite kid, right? Oh, that's easy. I don't have any kids. <laughs> <laughs> um, there you go. Yeah, I can totally relate to the uh, Back to the Drawing Board because I've been working on an album, which is now going to be an EP for about a decade. Mm -hmm. So, uh, 
Yeah, although I did uh, finally finish writing it. Good. So I am, uh, I'm over that hurdle, and I'm really proud of myself. Good, man. Yeah, you should. What a pain in the ass, though. Oh, my it's, gosh. Uh, but then the fruits of your labor, when, you, when you, you're like, again, it's like, I made this. I took there. There was nothing there at the beginning, and I created something. Again, my hands, yeah, when my it's claws. All done. <laughs> I can't stop doing my claws. When it when it's all done, it's going to be great. I think part of it was like the first half of its lifespan. I was like, man, are people going to like these songs? And then at that, I got to a point where I was like, I don't care. These are fun for me. I wrote them when I was, you know, twenty, and uh, I want people to hear them. So we'll get there. That's not. We're not here to talk about me though. It's about you. Sorry, no, I went off no. on a me tangent again. This is, this is <laughs> as much about you as it is about anybody else. It's your show, but you're you're totally right, and it's like. It's such a cliche thing where people say like I write songs that I want to hear, but it's like no, like these are the this is the music that I love, and these sounds sometimes pop in my head that relates to to what I love because it's what I surround myself with, and it's what you enjoy listening to. It's chemistry, guys. So, <laughs> so do you ever sit down and like uh, record voice memos, and like you come up with a riff and you just. You don't have your guitar or whatever handy, so you just bring up your phone and be like, and then bring that to the to the table at all. Do you do that? I do that I all do, the time. I do, I do all the time. Yeah, I sing into my little voice memos, and then what I try to do before the practice is I'll try to translate it on the guitar somehow. But yeah, no, there is a, a library full of <laughs> my me going. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, dude, so yeah, many. So many. Just... And then I have, like, the the notes app in my phone is just filled with, like, random lines that, like, I'll go back and I'll read them. I'm like, what the hell was I talking about? This doesn't even make any sense anymore. I found, before we moved, I found the first song, lyrics for the first song I ever wrote when I was 14. Oh, tell me you saved them. Oh, yeah, I still have it. Yeah, oh, good, I, I good. have it on paper, and uh, it's around here somewhere. And it is, uh, it's dark as hell. <laughs> and I'm just thinking, like, I can't. And I, I still remember. It's weird. I still remember the melody that I was thinking of. But I'm reading it. I'm like, I can't release this. There's there's mm. no way that, like, people are going to be like, dude, are you okay? Like, you, here's a number to call. And you're going to need some, <laughs> like, you need some help, sir. <laughs> hey, man, you never know. Because in these, this day and age, it could help someone. It could be like, oh, my God, I am feeling the exact same way. I'm not alone, you know? That's true. Well, maybe I'll find a way to release it at some point. I don't know. And if you really do hate the lyrics, you can change them if you like the melody over the lyrics, you know? I could. I could do that. That's the thing, man. It's your song. It's it your is. creation. You That's can do right. whatever the heck you want. You're goddamn right I can. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I realized earlier today, and I meant to text you, but I just forgot, that uh, the song that we're going to play, I've not heard. So yes. uh, this is going to be interesting. Did you uh, do you have a favorite that you're going to play? This is a surprise for me and everybody else. Yeah. Oh wait, I don't know if you'll be able to hear it because I have headphones plugged in. That's so, fine. I don't need to hear it right now. But if, okay. like, if you have uh, a favorite from this collection, how many songs are on this, by the way? Four. All right. So uh, I'm going to ask you to pick your favorite and oh, man. tell me everything about it. Because I usually just, you know, I, I'll pick the song and have some, I'll just lay out and let whoever talk about it. But now you get to do both of those things. And I'm just going to sit here and stare at the camera while you try to talk about the thing you made. <laughs> oh, man. 
Picking my favorite song. That's like picking my favorite kid. I can't see that. <laughs> oh, well, back to the kids again? Oh, I know. Well, you know what's so funny is we actually, we called this EP for the kids. And now that I'm thinking about it, I may have made a miscalculation because it's not an album for children at all. It's not, it's not a kid's album. It's good to know. <laughs> I'm going to have to put a disclaimer. It's called For the Kids. Uh, mainly because when we were recording it, our producer, Adam, every time he'd be like, you know, let's turn this up a little bit or let's make this part bigger or like, let's do this or that. And it was always, come on, you know, for the kids. And we we're like, yeah, let's do it for the kids. And uh, we also decided to call it for the kids because um, our drummer, Sean, had a baby boy when it was yeah, being produced. Buddy. Yeah. And uh, while it was being mixed, we found out that our bassist, Tim Joe, is going to be having a baby. So it's just hey! everybody's having babies. You know, this album's for the kids. We made it for the kids. But don't listen to it if you're a kid. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I I'd like to say it's like a children's album for adults because the the vibe of it and the whole sound of every strong song is uh, the structure is you know happy melodies with catchy riffs. But like you said earlier, the lyrics are kind of dark and they're kind of tongue in cheek. And you know, it's definitely the the themes of the lyrics were from my mid-twenties to my late-twenties, so I'm sure you can imagine the <laughs> the experiences and the the emotions that we all go through at those ages. Um, so I guess the song that you will be playing, it's called Leftovers, and, uh, you know, I don't want to get too specific because what I love about music is that songs can mean whatever they want to someone you know what i mean like it can mean something completely different than what the author intended it to be um, yeah and i think that's a that's a cool part of like not knowing too much about a song before you go into it as i'm asking you to talk about it yeah exactly uh, it's somebody somebody will hear it and be like oh I, I feel this way when i listen to it and their buddy could hear it and go oh well i think it means something like this so right yeah, awesome um well no I, I i will say though that like uh the overall message, if you will, of the song is that, you know, we are the only ones responsible for our own happiness. And the sooner that we own up to it, the better off we'll all be. I like it. Right to the point. Thanks. I, That's good. I will say you'll probably play this song at another day in time, hopefully during the Halloween episode. We have a song called Hocus Pocus. And that song is just about uh, Sarah Jessica Parker and Hocus Pocus. <laughs> oh my god <laughs> all right that is uh that's sharpied into the halloween episode great. thanks man great. yeah of course again haven't heard it yet but i'm sure it's gonna be awesome that that might be one of my that's one of my favorite ones to play live because it's very like it's a very punchy song oh well now i can't wait for halloween all right everybody you got to stay inside until then because oh, no. we can't <laughs> lose halloween yeah you yeah we need all halloween right? <laughs> We got to have it. All right. So we're we're going to be playing The Leftovers. That's good. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. For the kids, it's available where you get your stuff. I'm guessing Amazon, Apple, um, it's on Spotify, probably Spotify. Bandcamp as well, right? Yeah, we will be releasing it on Bandcamp as well. Uh, yeah, all the major streaming platforms that you can find it on. I think on TikTok too, <laughs> which is a weird I thing. I don't know what that means, but okay. <laughs> I don't either. I just... I send the files and they say, hey, you're on TikTok. And I'm like, great. <laughs> I, I didn't know TikTok did music, but I, you know what? It doesn't matter. I'm TikTok. I'm is, an old, I'm relatively speaking. 
I'm I'm old. I don't understand what this stuff means. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm losing it, man. <laughs> oh man. No, dude, you're gaining it. Thank you. You are gaining it. Thank you. I've lost it. It's gone. It's not coming back. But you you've you've got it. <laughs> you. You, you're so money and you don't even know it. You've <laughs> Oh man. Uh, I do have one more question for you, but we're going to save that till the end. There'll be a little bonus Ooh, after the credits. Bonus um, after credits. I, I think I got everything that I wanted to yell at you about. I did. I Great. did. All right. Yeah, we did staying at home. We did the doing all the other stuff. Awesome. Oh man, this was fun. This, of course, it was fun. I this mean, I great. wish we could have done a, a in person long form thing again, but you know, circumstances are uh, hey, yeah. are what they are. So yeah, be safe. I do want to ask you though, uh, who, who, what, what is that shirt behind you? What are all those signatures? Oh, this, uh, the the t shirt is uh, the band Point North, and Ooh. I played them several times on the show, and I went to their show in uh, January or February, one of those. And so I'd met them a year before. It was just crazy. I'd met them last year and they were really cool. I'm like, hey, thanks for letting me play your stuff on the show. Like I was, you know, kind of geeking out a little bit. And then I went back this year and every single one of them saw me like going up to the merch table to say hi. And they were like, oh, Pat, how you doing? And I'm like, what the f***? How, how did you all remember who I was? Oh, like I that's great. met you one time. I was like, this is great. And I was, I really wish though... I got the shirt the size that I would wear it, and then I didn't think that because they'd be signing it, I'm not going to wear it. So I probably should have gotten a smaller shirt. <laughs> <laughs> well, now you can oh, just yes, go they to signed like, it. That's great. Yeah, get it framed. Put it in like a shadow box or whatever it's called. I could do that. Yeah, it's easier to hang up this way. Though. Absolutely. It's just hanging on the side of my cube wall. It's, uh, <laughs> it also didn't cost me any money to do that. <laughs> it's, this is true. You got me there. Touche. Yeah. Um, yeah, also I have Squirtle and Colossus behind I me. I saw, know, yeah. My head's not in the way, but uh, yeah, the other side is uh, Oswald Cobblepot and Agent Peggy Carter. You got to look at things that bring you joy, and I think yeah, you've hit absolutely. the mark. Oh, man. <laughs> I, I need another. I have some more artwork I got to put up, but I need a third panel to put it on. I got nothing to put it on. So I don't know if you have, you know, anybody who's given away a cubicle panel, uh, tell them to ship it here. Hey, all you cool cats and kittens. <laughs> <laughs> that would be awesome. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, friends, much better. Get on the train. God damn it. For the kids, it's out right now. So go get it, and you're going to hear in mere moments, leftovers. Is it leftovers or the leftovers? It's just leftovers. Leftovers. All right, like the TV show. <laughs> yeah. Um, I should probably watch that show. I don't know. Uh, it's on our list for the short-lived show show. But anyway, uh, Sir Charles, this was absolutely fantastic. Pat, thank you so very much for having me. Thank you for taking time out of your super busy schedule to sit down and talk to me again. You know, I do what I can. <laughs> <laughs> what a f diva, that Charlie Saxton. He's oh, got so gosh. much time on his hands. No. Uh, wait, what was oh, the uh, the after credits question? Oh, oh, sorry, we gotta we gotta go to break. So, friends, here it is, much oh. better leftovers here inside the Melting Pat on the Next Level Network. I should know better than to pick you up. I should know better than to push my luck. I know shit happens, learning isn't enough. I call myself to My coffee smells like piss. Strike that.
just friends so I can torture myself all over again. Over and over and over and over again. And what's that part of losing you? I still make all my meals for two. And I hate strapping up what's left over. Almost as much as I hate you. I get it, I used up and all four. You can't understand old jokes anymore. And there you have it, much better with their song Leftovers from their new EP, For the Kids. My thanks to, well, to Much Better and to Charlie for joining me, The Melting Path, The Next Level Network. I improvised. That was fun. Oh, man. Great times. Thank you again, Sir Charles, for joining me. Although, again, like Jill said, he had nowhere else to go. <laughs> So there you go. That is our show. Um, you know where to find Much Better. Much Better, what is it? Much Better Band. Bandcamp. Listen, go to Bandcamp, search for Much Better. You'll be able to buy it right from them. I think that's the best way to support the band. And then I think streaming on Spotify really helps as well. So go do that thing. And um, yeah, you know what to do. All right. They're, it'll all be in the show notes where to find them on social media. I didn't write it down. I don't write. I didn't write anything down this week. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's been a, it's been a tough one. Um, but yes, there you go. Much better. Our dear friends. Oh, awesome stuff. We'll be playing all those songs, by the way. Not right away, of course. We got to spread them out, right? So um, we'll get there. Don't you worry. All right. That's it. That's all the stuff I got to do. Uh, it seems weird because this part of the show, like my timer right now, is about 22 minutes. But the the interview was about a half hour. So. We'll come in right on under an hour. All right. So when I said at the beginning of the show we were going to be abbreviated, I meant this part. So I kind of lied to you, and I'm so sorry. But, um, yeah, that's all I got to talk to you about. There are some other stuff, some stuff in the news that I was going to bring up, but I don't feel like it today. Plus, I got to go build my PC. All right? All right. So um, where was I going? Oh, yeah. The Next Level Network. Jesus Christmas. It's been, like I said, it's been tough. TheNextLevelNetwork.com. All of our stuff is up there. All the shows. Check them out. I didn't write down what they were doing. My bad. The Spotlight with Ben Beck. You know the drill. What Lurks Behind Podcast. Zero, our buddy Paul. Zach and Chad. The TFT Nerdcast. And Panels to Pixels. Bixels? Did you really say Bixels? No, I said Pixels. Relax. Uh, <laughs> the best way to keep up with all of our shows is to subscribe to all of them wherever you get your podcasts. There we go. I did it. Awesome. Facebook.com. Awesome. <laughs> Facebook.com slash The Next Level Network is uh, is how you keep in touch with all the stuff that we have going on. All right? To keep in touch with me, click or swipe your way over to The Melting Pad on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and uh, themeltingpad.com. Drop me a line via email if you want. That sounds so weird. Why did I say that? tmpfanmail.gmail.com. You can also leave a voicemail or send a text, 209-867-7638. I'm sorry, my throat is so goddamn dry right now. This is very painful for me, too. Um, is that all the ways to get in touch with me? I think so. There you go. All right. Oh, boy. Um, next week, I have no idea what's going on. I do know, though, that a lot of our friends uh, who we played on the show before, they're releasing new music, so I'll try to reach out to them to, uh, to have them on. I don't know. Maybe they're not busy this week or next week or whatever, so we shall see what happens. 
And uh, beyond that, I, I just, I don't know. Stay safe. Wash your hands. Don't be an idiot. All right? This has been an 8-Boiler production. G-11 special sauce with cold beverage. They're going to play us out as they always do. Philadelphonic.com for more from them. My friends, thank you so much for hanging out with me today. I hope you're doing, I hope you're just having a lovely, whatever kind of time you're having. That's a weird sentence. All right. Until next time, my friends, have fun. Be safe. Thank a veteran. And of course, don't do anything I wouldn't do. You've been inside the Meltic Pat on the Next Level Network. Go crap open a cold one. Yo. Could I get a cold beverage? I need some leverage. A sweaty ass as a lemonade will be nice. Stop a fight from the top to a VK. Got a vodka, a drink, but girls got the bait on the front porch. Yeah, I got some ice tea. If you like a taste of tea, then come along with me. Summertime is steaming, don't give me no bugs. Blast some ice and a dash up from the martini time. Yeah, yeah, feeling cold and bring your own beverage. It's makes so it's cold. From the fat and real good sounding Chocolate and cream, yo, on to the cherry pounding Caught a chill by on shoes and my ride Wobbles to the right, they got beverage Inside of me, a hot coffee, then fill it up with ice Water matters like it's rain, please fix me a large slice Summertime is cool, the heat is getting old Yeah, I have a beverage, sweet, so it's cold Cold, 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 cold Need something from the bar? Yeah, I like cold beverage, yeah I like cold beverage, yeah I'm feeling kind of boy. Stick it in the fridge, 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 stick it in the fridge. Go girl, work the cold one. Go girl, work the cold one. What? Go girl, work the cold one. Go girl, work the cold one. Yo, when I'm fishing, let's keep one thing clear. The bait's over there, the brew's right here. Two six packs in a big bag of ice, and you can Bite, but the brew tastes a nice back to the ball. So every jack of reason I collide. Need a whole lot of them full drinks. They got some meat up I must tell you I'm the Kool-Aid kid. When you serve my drink, please stick it in the fridge. Cause I like cool beverage, yeah. I like cool beverage, yeah. I like cool beverage, yeah. Uh-huh, I'm kind of thirsty. I like cool beverage, yeah. All right, had to had to be official. I okay, love so that. I have thank you. Uh, I have one more question for you. Okay, and uh, I meant to ask you this at another time, but I actually I realized I didn't start doing it until after you'd been on the show. So I ask this of all of my guests, and I do judge you based on your answer. That's why I wait until the end. Oh boy! So I, I need to know: Is a hot dog a sandwich? <laughs> I knew this was coming, Pat. <laughs> I knew this was coming. Listen here, you little <laughs> Oh, no. <laughs> you don't get to tell me. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, no, of course it's not. Thank you. It's not, right? It's not. No. Because it's like, but then I ask counter question, what is it? It's a hot dog. It's its own entity, right? It's a hot dog. You see it on it's the menu. It, right, yeah. Because you look at a menu, hamburgers, hot dogs, sandwiches. They're all separate. Mm-hmm.
to that point as well, yeah, you wouldn't call it a cheesesteak sandwich. If you call it a cheesesteak sandwich, you're a cop. It's not a real thing. From, you're not from. It's not a real it's thing. It's like people who who try to give you ketchup that's not Heinz. Like you're a, you are a cop and you're yeah. trying to arrest me in a sting. Mm-hmm. That's it's just a hot dog. <laughs> Yeah, people freak out. Uh, you might be surprised. People, uh, I I met Scott Patterson at a Comic Con last year, and uh, mm-hmm. I asked him. He's like, "Yeah, of course it is." And I was like, "Wait, but what about?" And so I I went through the argument, and he's like, "You were put here to drive me crazy, weren't you?" And I was like, "Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, I was." I guess basically <laughs> that was your sole mission in life. Pretty much, yeah. And people have fun. Has with he it. been the only one that said yes? Uh, no, Kevin Conroy said yes. Uh, LeVar Burton said yes. I'm name-dropping famous people I've asked this question. Sorry. Yeah, let me pick up some of those names you're dropping. Uh, <laughs> oh, here uh, let's see. Did Phil Lamar say yes or no? I can't remember what he said. Uh, no, he did. Phil Lamar said yes. A little disappointed, but, you know, it, I was bummer. disappointed with uh, with Kevin Conroy. But then, you know, Bruce Wayne, I, I got it. What I also did was ask all the people to uh, ask, like, their voiceover characters Oh, you know what? That's one I would ask you. So how do you think Melvin would respond to this question? Uh, <laughs> Melvin, he would he would say no, it's a hot dog. And then he would have a scientific formula to back up such evidence. <laughs> and how would, uh, how would Toby feel about this? Oh, am I supposed to answer these in my voice? Or um, you just that's what me? I was hoping. <laughs> I'll cut oh, this man, part this out. Is very... This is very inside the actor studio. Um, oh man, uh, Toby would probably have a Diablo Maximus bacon wrapped hot dog with extra Diablo sauce. Does Melvin want to try again? <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you can leave all that in. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> I admit I was not ready for Melvin on that one. I was That's hilarious. I, I mean I was, but I wasn't at the same time. Well Melvin Melvin was like I think I was like fifteen, maybe sixteen, and my voice had just changed. Like I oh had just gosh. finished puberty. So that was quite an awkward and that is I it's it's very that one is an awkward one to go back and listen to. I cringe quite hard. <laughs> That's like when I listen to this show. Same idea. Oh, you're beautiful. <laughs> oh, well, thank you, sir. And thank you for coming on. Hey, thank you, man. This was a lot of fun. Is glad that we didn't wait another eight years because who knows where the hell. We might still we might still be inside. Who knows? Oh, man. <laughs> Holy moly. I hope they make more South Park games. <laughs> there you go, kids. Play South Park. Yeah.